so let me ask you, have you ever fully embraced how unique, special, and different you really are? Because if not, you may be conforming to negative influencers and the things you're experiencing in your life could be the manifestations of guilt trips. But we can fix all of that in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. 100-Day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Journal is available on the website. And also the Purpose Workbook is there to help you locate your one-of-a-kind purpose for living. Also check out the upcoming event locations while at kineticbelief.com. Hello, Miss Meg. How's life Hello. treating you? Hello. Life is wonderful as usual. Well, today's topic, guilt tree, ma- tree. Guilt trip manifestations. <laughs> you tripped over that. I did. Have you ever taken one of those trips? A guilt trip? Yeah. Have you ever uh, gone away on a guilt sure, trip? Sure, sure. Have you really? No, you have not. I'm sure I have at some point in my life. I don't believe you. <laughs> as a kid, even like a child well, or something. Well, maybe so. Maybe yeah. it's, I think it's easy uh, for kids, especially children. Yeah. To head off on a guilt trip, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, you just believe anything you're told, so. Well, we're surrounded by people that love to send us on those trips. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The finger's pointing at you, and why would they be wrong? So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think think it's human to have at least one experience with that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Or how about all your experiences? (laughs) All I do is experience guilt trips, somebody's saying. Yeah. I really enjoy doing these podcasts with you because of the huge body of work that they represent, all of the topics, all these crazy things that we get twisted up into talking about. Because here's the thing, I get to unpack them with you. Yes. And I got to tell you, here's the thing, as I'm preparing for each one of these, of course, I think about, you know, how the topic relates to me. And then I think about how it relates to you. And that's, that's where I, I actually have the most fun with it. Oh, and then I think about how it relates to us. But like today, if, if um, well, I was just thinking, if you're somebody that is at ease with life, like you, mm-hmm. and with what makes you unique, and if you're willing to show that your special characteristics and strengths and all your gifts to the world, like you, yeah, then you're not somebody who's prone to guilt trips. Oh, right. No, right. Absolutely. Well, and the reason I said that I've had them before is because I've changed over the course of my life. I mean, I definitely used to, but then I, I, for sure, I reached a point where I said, I don't think so. Get, you're a cowgirl. Get well, you, out of you're, here you're with that stuff. Gal. Do you know how amazing I am? <laughs> I'll eat some beef jerky don't even and go pretend. camping. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen you do it all. <laughs> You're tough. <laughs> you, you, you ride horses. Yeah. You go snowmobiling. I like everything, you know, just like a little bit of everything. Absolutely. Perfect balance. Well, listen, if you're new to kinetic belief, I combine scientific evidence with philosophy and thought discipline and religion in order to shed light and understanding on how life works. We want to know, don't we? <laughs> yes. Want, I mean, what it's not, it's not by some random... Uh, coincidence that we're all here, by the way. You're not an accident. You are on purpose. And it's how, how is it that one person experiences life? This is a question for you in one way, while another one is experiencing it in, in an entirely different way. By chance, by the roll of the dice. Well, in quantum physics, everything in the universe is moving to or from the original source for creation attracted by motion, and then formed by something that's called the Higgs boson, which is otherwise known as the God particle. So particle attraction is remarkably predetermined by the bias of a belief. There was a belief right before the Big Bang, and that's what we know from um, quantum physics observations. Just before the Big Bang, there was a bias. There's a blueprint for everything in the universe. How do we know? 
Well, by splitting the particle, they were able to see one particle uh, actually attract mass to it. And here's the thing. Everything in the universe is created out of the same substance, the same uh, quarks and uh, quantum particles, except everything is different. You're different. All things are different. Well, what makes them different? There is a blueprint. There is a belief, a bias for all things. Everything that has mass in the entire universe is made of the same stuff. And the difference is located within that blueprint for every design in the universe. Researchers discovered from tests while operating the world's largest particle collider, the Hadron Collider in Switzerland back in 2012, that particles are affected by observation. Well, can you observe? Yeah, can you imagine? Well, of course you can. All things are affected by that, and they are attracted um, in confirmation to a biased state of suspension. In other words, the things that we see around us, every human being, every creative creator is immersed into experiences that were first believed. Now, this is amazing. What does all this mean? It means that you can change the life that you're living. Every single human being was created in the image of the Creator with an ability to attract their expectations, good or bad. So most people, including those with uh, that, that we're highlighting today, for example, those that are embattled by guilt trips, guilt trippers, most believe that they can simply hope something good will happen and it's just going to show up. No, nothing just happens for anybody. In order to change your circumstances, your physical body, your, your state of observation, uh, the degree of enlightenment that you've obtained, all things will change according to your continual observations. And so that's what we do through this podcast. That's what kinetic belief is. That's what our books are about. That's what our Mastering the Universe workshops are about. All is about the imaginative observations that you are making. In order to become something different, it becomes you. In other words, perfected health becomes you. You want to quit smoking? The desire to not smoke becomes you rather than you're trying to uh, struggle with and, and force yourself to quit smoking. You change the subconscious awareness in, into a uh, premeditated way through meditation in order to change your desire. And then all of a sudden, even the thought of smoking a cigarette becomes disgusting to you. What's happened? You're changing the and attracting the uh, unpleasant uh, effects of smoking, and it just becomes you to not smoke anymore. So it's not something you struggle with. That's what kinetic belief does. So the kinetic believer goes back to the original purpose for their life, understanding that there are no spiritual birth effects. And so your purpose for being on this planet, having a natural experience, is to be a unique and different expression of life. Now, one facet of your designer, God, that otherwise will remain unseen unless you reveal the characteristic of your facet. In other words, there are challenges to living your best life in, in this world. They're all around you. And one of the most common is the natural expression of guilt tripping that we're going to be talking about today. How do you know if you are um, a, a guilt tripper? Or in a guilt trip, uh, having guilt trip manifestations all around you. How do you even know this? Well, there's a couple of quick questions. First, are you able and willing to speak up and to do it with clarity so that your voice can be heard? Are you willing? Or are you are you just uh, too timid to speak your mind in in public? Earlier today, Megan, you you called me. You were up the street at a Starbucks. <laughs> Yes. And you said there's some some guys that are just standing there, and it's cold, by the way, here at the beach today, and it was it's like 30, 38 degrees. And you said they're just holding the door open, and the place was full, and nobody's saying anything, but everybody's like shivering from the and guys holding the, the doors open. Well, yeah. what did you do? Well, I was also just staring at them, sort of slack-jawed, <laughs> like in shock that this was happening, and... One of the guys just came across as incredibly aggressive and just looked right at me and he went, what's up? <laughs> and I kind of chuckled. Other than the breeze. Right. I just kind of <laughs> chuckled. I said, uh, it's cold. <laughs> and then he just said, oh, sorry, we're closing the doors. And he immediately closed the doors. But it was, uh, it was a very bullying spirit and incredibly aggressive for such a random thing. But okay, but here, here it is. Good for you because you were not only, uh, you were willing to speak up and to do it with clarity. Sure. So that yeah. you could be heard. Absolutely. You weren't timid and shy. 
Right. You you don't have a fear of of being guilt tripped in some way that no. maybe you're going to quote hurt his feelings. Well, and I think a lot of people are under the false impression that just because you speak up, you're being confrontational. And um, that's not necessarily the same thing. You can stand up for yourself and take care of yourself and absolutely control your own environment without going around, you know, confronting everyone. Okay, so now if you're sitting there and you are allowing yourself to be somehow uh, abused, and I don't want to, I don't want to go out so far to say that this guy was abusing you, but the, he was in your space with cold air and it was unnecessary, sure. and you weren't, unpol- you were not being. Um, uh, unpolite, but mm-hmm. you stood your ground and, and were kind enough to say something. You spoke up and you did it with clarity so that you could be heard. Sure. All right. So you're not necessarily struggling with <laughs> guilt trips. That's one of the signs. Here's, here's another question. Do you understand your unique and wonderful purpose? And I'm going to ask you that, Megan. Okay. Do I understand my unique and wonderful purpose? Um, Yes, I do, and I also it's also something that I'm pursuing every day as well. So I do have a deep sense of self and what makes me brings me happiness mm-hmm. and joy and purpose in yeah. life, but um but then again it's also something that I'm constantly looking around to allow it that to evolve as well. Okay, so everybody listening understand that you are unique and every single person has a wonderful purpose because it is unique and it's the thing that makes you different from anybody else. So the characteristics and the strengths that make you a gift to the world and all of those around you. This what makes you wonderful. Do you promote your differences? Or do you hide your unique qualities within the the factions of humanity? And the reason that's important is because this, again, is going to reveal whether or not you are someone that is prone to taking guilt trips. Do you promote your differences or do you just want to hide yourself into the factions of large crowds, hoping just to disappear and be unnoticed? Because now these are the questions that are going to reveal whether or not you are living your best, unique, purposeful life. The purpose of life is to advance your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. So you have a genius. Every single, everybody has got a genius within them. Everybody's a creative creator. And it's located within. It's at the center, the essence of what makes you uniquely you. And it exists nowhere else in the universe. There is no such thing as common. Listen, there is there is average. Average is the creative creator that is fearful of being unique. So what do they do? They remain average. Not only is it possible for you to enjoy and advance your life, but it's actually harmonious with creation. You see, the universe is advancing and it is successful. And it is successful as the for the creative creator who's having a natural experience that then binds themselves through agreement to their original purpose for advancing. So happiness, true happiness is optimism optimistically advancing toward perfection. So to not advance, it stops you from being optimistic. And what it'll do is cause you to decrease rather than to advance. So without optimism, there can be no peace. There's no joy. There's no happiness. So all of your most wonderful and inspiring dreams and visions are there as guideposts. That's why you have them. That's why you grow up dreaming and aspiring and and thinking of all these amazing, uh, uh, wonderful things and possibilities for you. They're guideposts for imagining your life perfected. Again, this is going back to your original purpose for even being here. Now, the average human being is prone to guilt trip manifestations. Guilt trippers, look, they're not at peace with their own decisions. They're double-minded. They're lacking uh, resolve with the decisions that they're making. Experiencing life free from guilt trips. What it means is having enough self-confidence and and believing in yourself enough that enables you to energetically act without fear of failure, uh, without the sense of condemnation or judgment. So 
I would just tell you that if you're receiving your identity from the validation of other people, if you need to know what other people think about what you're doing, think about what your choices are that you're making, think about the direction that you're heading in. If you need to know what they think about that, then you're never actually going to align your actions, your choices of endeavors with the essence of your original purpose. I really like how earlier you said, do you promote your differences? Because you've talked a lot in the past about noticing differences in other people and really enjoying those. And instead of looking for similarities, you know, looking for those differences, but this seems like a kind of a new take on it where you're actually promoting to other people your differences. And that's incredibly powerful, isn't it? Because I think our natural state is to, like you're saying, try to fit in try to not make waves and be a part of the collective, but embracing your own independence and your own unique qualities and then pushing those to the forefront um, as a part of your identity is, it, it seems like that would be incredibly powerful. You know, that, that is, that's it exactly. And now here's something that I think is vital to understand when it comes to promoting your differences. Everybody is already different, whether you, you champion that or not. But here's what happens. When you get people together and they recognize that, hey, I am different than you, and the other person thinks, well, I'm different than you, what, ne- what typically will happen is an argument will ensue, a debate will take off, and the purpose of that is to try to get the other person to conform to you so that you will find some validation in their desire to be like you. And they're doing the same thing. I need to get you to come over to my side to validate the way that I feel. Because if I'm the only one that thinks this way, then it can't be right. Well, here's the thing. Both of you are different. And so when we come together, it should never be under the guise of trying to get you to come over to my side or me to yours, but to celebrate each other's differences. So rather than comparing apples to oranges and trying to get an orange to be an apple, (laughs) what we do is we come together and say, here's who I am. This is how I am unique and different. And by the way... You're amazing the way that you are. You're amazing the way that you talk and think. I love the way that you speak and and the things that you desire to do. Fantastic. Tell me more. You know, you also mentioned self-confidence, which that's a big one. That's a huge one. If you don't have sort of a natural well springing up within you of self-confidence, then I think it's something that is incredibly difficult to cultivate and, um, but it's also, I like that you're showing us why it's so important to work on that and to cultivate that within yourself because it's the antidote to being anyone even being able to guilt trip you. Yeah, self-confidence follows the one who's here and recognizes that their purpose is to be a creator and not a competitor. Yeah. Kinetic believers live successfully and they are free from guilt trips by not measuring their performance of life according to society's estimations of being wrong or right. There's no wrong or right. There's just, it just is. And it's relative to you. So understanding that sets you free from uh, competitiveness and judgments and condemnation. And isn't that the ultimate reason that a lot of us, uh, if you do struggle with self-confidence, a big part of that is a fear of being wrong and a fear of putting yourself out there, sticking your neck out, saying something, doing something, and it being labeled as wrong or incorrect or you know, shameful or whatever that adjective is that society tries to put on you. And so getting that idea, like you just said, I love that, getting that concept of right and wrong even out of your head and just work toward authenticity and uh, right or wrong, who cares? Like, who are you? And stick to that. Well, there is no right or wrong when everything is supposed to be different. Yeah. I mean, to say that I am wrong is just to say that I am not that. I am not you. To say that I am right is to say that I'm correct according to me and my own estimations. And and that always cracks me up whenever anyone's corrected me in life. You know, the kind of like smart ass response (laughs) that I always want to give is like, oh gosh, you know, well, maybe one day I can live a life as perfect as yours. You know, maybe I'll be able to do things like you. Oh, great. And that's all it is. It's It's, amazing. Yeah. People telling you that you're wrong or just, they're wanting validation for, for their own differences. Yes. Everybody's looking for commonality. There's safety in, in numbers and it always is based in fear. Mm -hmm. So what does fear produce? It, It produces people in need of and in search of safety. I need to hide because I'm fearful. Fearful of what? Fearful of not being like everyone else. And 
therefore being wrong. Understand that what makes you wrong actually makes you right. And isn't that why at so many uh, workshops that you host that again and again and again, you see people coming in uh, really sort of bruised and battered just from living in the world, in the common society. And then they come into a place where they are fully accepted, filled with unconditional love. They are embraced for their differences. Um, it is always stunning to me the how powerful that is because it just it's almost impossible to find it in in just the world itself common society and what we do is at the workshops is we teach people and show them actually how easy it is to become a kinetic believer by going back to the original intention for them being here it's not to make you successful Everybody already is successful. It's unbecoming the things that are not successful and just revealing the true identity and purpose of you leaves you there vulnerable to for all the world to see what makes you special and wonderful. So, yeah, at the workshops, we turn everybody into a kinetic believer, a successful kinetic believer by the end of the Mastering the Universe workshops. And what we do is we teach and show, and I show everybody how to become moment-minded. Hmm. And long-term success is always going to be based upon the the eternal core of success that's already there in each moment. In other words, their thoughts, everyone's thoughts, words, and actions, when they are in harmony, at that moment, they're successful. You know, it's almost as if the workshop is, if you're learning, let's say you're going to become a trapeze artist it's almost as if the workshop is like a safety net while you're getting your bearings and you're getting your feet because most of us are coming out of a lifestyle where you're incredibly constricted you're trying to find yourself you're trying to get your footing and learn how to live this authentic life and it's really just a warm beautiful place to to dive into that yeah we go back to the beginning go back to the center and here's what we locate, and most people, are they fit into this category when they first show up, and that is if your desires in life, if they're constructed from either self-induced guilt trips or from negative influencers, and chances are very good that uh, much of what you represent today has been constructed from negative influencers since the day you were born. Uh, not to rag on parents, but you know they're, everybody's doing the best they can, but still influ- negative influencers or anybody that is redirecting your genius and purpose for living away from your purpose. So what happens is you're going to just manifest circumstances all through your life that are going to divert your day-to-day life from your purpose for living. So guilt trippers, what they do is they form beliefs by observing negative influencers. And then the substance of all of those skewed imaginations, they stagnate and they reduce and they diminish life. Sickness and disease, for example, are results from diminishment, from decay. So one who's living with confidence in their original purpose, not only successfully manifests healing and strength for their bodies, but they also advance prosperity, peace, joy, happiness in every area of life. A vision for perfected health and perfected wealth Vitality, all of that is imagined with clarity and it's done absence guilt tripping. Well, and it's this is such an interesting topic too because, like so many things we talk about, it's incredibly subtle. And a lot of times people will even be overtly guilt tripping you with their vibes and their body language and all these unsaid things while denying that they're doing it. And so there are so many different levels to guilt tripping. And I know that even in my in my own life that I had experienced being guilt tripped for so many years that when I finally started to get a hold of it and take care of it and deal with it within myself, I start, I realized how many I was even just imagining because I had been taught to. I had been taught that that's how people were interacting with me. And so my my paranoia was so high. So I guess I'm just saying this is a very ugly thing. It's a very subtle thing. It's something that can infiltrate your life. Someone can be guilt tripping you, looking right at you and denying that they're doing it, even though they are. And then, you know, you're also just left to your own devices and somebody, basically you're broken uh, in this area after you've been going through all this. So being able to look within and anchor anchor yourself 
within your own identity is really beautiful, I think. Absolutely. People perish, Megan, for lack of confidence. Yes. And what you're talking about is that confidence, a level of confidence and self assuredness and that is attacked from those that would purposefully guilt trip you. And then what happens? Well, you walk away with the ability to do it to yourself. Fearful that you're 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 uh, causing other people anguish, or you're doing something wrong, and it's just a lack of confidence. But now here's the thing: what's really cool and great, uh, it's just a fantastic confidence builder, is that quantum physics has revealed that every single human being, every creative creator, while having a natural experience on the earth, has a built-in advantage. Regardless of how big one's vision, their imagination, and their aspiration may be for this life, every single person has the substance of belief necessary in order to manifest their best life. And it doesn't matter what age you are, how long you may have been a victim of guilt tripping and and all of that kind of stuff. None of that really matters because all that's ever been required is the simple knowledge of how to cast down negative imaginations, cast down those negative trips and people that that have have put that on you in order to overcome every influence from the moment of your natural birth in order to reveal and promote and celebrate your original self. This is actually one of those things that also gets worked out when you're working through the, the process of the 100-day guided journal because what it's doing is it's constantly recentering you to look at self, to be guided by your that inner voice, that inner authentic original self. And so all of these things, just like guilt trips, it's going to start falling away and falling to the side as you work through that process and as you better understand your own identity and the core of who you really are. Oh, without a doubt. The journal is a logbook for taking along with you on a journey. It elongates your trip and it also not only lets you know where you've come from, but where you're going so that you can uh, navigate safely around those rocky shoals of guilt trips. Because a powerful truth is this, that in order to embrace this perfected life we're talking about, you have to meditate on and adhere to uh, the, the things that you've been logging from that highest viewpoint so that you can be free from guilt trip manifestations. Because it's also about advancing your life without regrets, not looking backward and regretting this or that you should have done that or said it something this way. Or why did I do that to so-and-so? They made me feel so bad about it. Because here's the thing, you know who you are, you know who you want to be in this moment, and you see yourself as that in the present tense. And this is what the successful kinetic believers do. This is what your elite athletes do, those with that have accumulated great wealth, all those successful people that you see in the world, they understand why it is that they desire what they choose to desire and believe their desires, and then they are grateful continually grateful as they see themselves having achieved their highest viewpoints for those dreams while boldly casting down the imaginations that we're talking about. All these things are, are just fear-based. And then what they do is they refuse, absolutely refuse to harbor any kind of self-doubt. I really like how you started describing this process and what it means to really be free of guilt trips. Because the first thing you said was, are you able to speak up? Are you able to put action and word to, you know, controlling your environment and standing up for yourself? And and that's the thing. When you stand up for yourself in that capacity, you're actually, in a sense, being a protector of your authentic self. You know, you're putting up boundaries so that you can't, because don't we, when we're not doing this, it's like we're losing pieces of ourself along the way. And so being able to protect yourself like that is is really incredible. That's exactly right. Protecting yourself is another way of saying that you are becoming and being purposefully moment-minded. You're not looking to the future to for that door to close that we were talking about at Starbucks and all of a sudden you to become warm again. No, you're taking <laughs> control and you're doing it uh, with self-assuredness. The successful kinetic believer never looks to the future for an outcome. They understand that success is about the journey in this moment. In other words, achievement is in the moment and it's not in the future. The future aligns to agree with your moment. In the future, the door will have been closed for a while in alignment with your insistence that, hey, can we just close the door now and not freeze our butts off (laughs) while you stand there looking uh, confused? Well, and what I really think is interesting as we're discussing this is, for example, I've had 
I've known many people in my life and even childhood that were incredibly confrontational to the level of being very ugly and very aggressive and even embarrassing. Um, And so that's what it meant to me to stand up for yourself. But I had to redefine that, you know, even the way, even the way that you're standing up for yourself, the way that you're going to speak up for yourself, that's also going to be unique to you. Um, So finding your unique voice in this is very cool and very powerful. Well, and that's true. And the unique voice that is successful as a kinetic believer, manifesting your best life, advancing your mind, body, and soul, is always going to be the one that's centered in unconditional love. Unconditional love for your creator, for yourself, and for all others and all of humanity. So your personality is going to resound from the center, the very core of that. Because here's the thing. Titans, and that's what we're talking about, titans of success are continually moment-minded in order to be their best unconditionally loving self, while being the person that they know themselves to be, authentic to themselves, not seeking the approval of anyone else, not hoping that the someone that may be guilt-tripping you is going to end up liking you, because you don't need that. You're already in love with yourself. People that are controlled by these negative influencers and expectations of others. Here's the thing. Often we find ourselves uh, in giving access to some errant life coach, uh, gurus, if you will, that are setting goals for us, or teachers that will work to undermine the purpose of others and not necessarily intentionally. They're just in there messing because it somehow ended up being their job. And what what happens is, is they errantly teach that Uh, Here's an example that talents that you have make up your purpose rather than your genius. Your ability to swing a tennis racket correctly is your purpose. Uh, and, 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 and rather than uh, recognizing what your genius is. And that's incorrect, but it's always inadvertent that, that uh, people are misdirected and misguided in this way. And so that inadvertent guidance, what it does is it anoints people that are seeking counsel for living with a contradicting viewpoint for their life. And it moves them away from their purpose for living. Wow, I really love that you're telling us, um, you know, stop waiting for someone to pat you on the head and say, good job, Uh, your decisions are right. I mean, look, that's within you. All of this is within you. You can find your success. You can find your original wisdom and your purpose and all that you need and even your the love of self. And uh, I just love that. Love it. Stop waiting for someone to just go, okay, you're doing good. Look within. The person that lives life, well, from the five senses, it's most often they're led astray. Mm-hmm. We're looking out, trying to find our catalog, yeah. trying to find our brochure yeah. for life and say, oh, that, that looks like that'll be fun. That's got to be my purpose. Why? Because I just think it looks cool. No. One false narrative is that if you put yourself above everyone else, then you're selfish. That's another one. Mm-hmm. If, if you put yourself above everybody else, you just got to be selfish. Look, if you believe that you're selfish by putting yourself first, then pack your bags because you're going on a guilt trip. <laughs> <laughs> put, putting your needs first means that you are unconditionally loving your purpose and yourself. You choose to become a demonstration of your genius and purpose to reveal yourself to those that you love and to the rest of the world. Now, some people are going to say that you'll never become your best self at the expense of others. Hey, you know what? That's also a guilt trip. <laughs> That's true. You are your very best and you are able to serve others by being your best. When, you, when your own needs of perfected health and wealth and joy and all those things are realized by advancing your mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. And when that is held in the highest regard, nobody else is going to hold that in the highest regard for you. That's something you've got to do for yourself, to yourself, so that it will be a benefit not only to you, but those that know you and that you love. I really like, too, that you just mentioned just the great men and women of history and how if you if you want to make your mark and be successful on your terms you can never look to someone else to tell you that your ideas are good or that you will be successful or to give you sort of the green light to live the life that you want to live because if you look historically it's almost like this the story no matter what great thing anyone did the story is always well everyone told me i couldn't do this and i did it anyways 
That's right. These are, again, people that recognize the genius within, and they go on and live that out, the outward expression of that. And it's not to say that we shouldn't have an audience of people cheering us on and celebrating us and celebrating our differences, and there's applause that come with that. But if there's no applause that comes with it, you keep on doing you because it's your purpose. Yes. And that's another guilt trip, Miss Nomer. And that is the belief that, hey, you know what, saying, saying no to somebody because they're asking you to comply, well, that means you're selfish. Not true. Your first responsibility is always as a purposeful, creative creator to take care of yourself, to promote and edify and champion yourself. To unconditionally love yourself is to respect yourself. Mm, I liked I like how at the very, very beginning of this episode, you said that if you work this, if you work getting rid of guilt trips and building your self-confidence through the kinetic belief process, that it's just going to become you, which I love because if you just do the journaling and you work it and you, you know, you do your imaginations that the mind is going to change and it will just become you because otherwise everything we're talking about sounds like so much work. You know, it sounds like you just, you're going to need some sort of personality lobotomy for this to even happen. And so I love the concept of, Hey, this is just going to become you if you Work the process. Work the process in the moment. Be moment-minded. Be yes. grateful as you imagine to see yourself occupying the, the genius of your purpose. Because the truth is, being free from guilt trips means living according to your purpose is truly all about you. Yes. Only about you. Then it's about other people. Listen, it's not true at the same time that when, when one chooses to live absent and free from guilt trips that they're only doing what they want to do. That's not true. A successful, powerful, marvelous kinetic believer enjoying life from the highest viewpoints connects with all others in service, uh, unconditional love and care, and they do it on the deepest of levels by finding balance in harmony. Your values and inherent strengths are manifest into advancing your mind, body, and soul when your thoughts, words, and actions are in harmony. The competitive world, it instructs that success requires long hours and hard work and sweat of the brow, and you gotta, you're going to have to sacrifice now. The guilt trippers, what they do is they climb on board and they agree with that. They agree with the competitive definition of success. And again, the idea of sacrificial success, I am telling you, it is not accurate. So if you're someone that does respond to guilt trips and allows them into your life, small or large, it's interesting because you have set a very real precedent in every single relationship that, okay, you can guilt trip me, I will respond and you, to you positively, to, for, negative for me. So how do we go about methodically breaking these habits? Because I think it's especially hard to break a habit when you're in so many different relationships and you've really set this expectation precedent. And then it's almost like, you know, you have to show up and expect people to go, well, who are you? When, when did this happen? Why are you being such... Great questions. Yeah. Yeah, great question. Yeah. A couple of things there. One is, first of all, recognize that when you are enabling a guilt tripper and you think that you're making them feel better by responding to their negative treatment of you, then you're, misunder- you're, you're misunderstanding your purpose for life. First of all, you're, you're not doing anyone any favors by enabling them to be incorrect, to be a guilt tripper. Your purpose, the purpose of all creative creators, created in the image of the creator, the bias that was responsible for all of creation, it is to create within your genius, your genius. So you're going to have to cut them loose people. Get them out of your life. And that's, I know it's sometimes easier to say than, than not. And I love what Megan always says, jerk that bandaid off. Quit <laughs> tiptoeing around it. You do, the, do yes. the, the difficult thing so that your life will be easier. It may seem like it's the harder path, but I'm telling you the one you're going down now, if you're responding to guilt tripping in your life, is far more difficult than it would be to ever jerk that bandaid off. Well, and I think a big part of this too is what you're doing by you know, going through this entire episode right now is that you're a lot of times we need permission, right? So when you have been in this hole 
of enabling guilt trippers for so many years, maybe even decades of your life. Sometimes you just need someone to come in and shake you and go, no one should treat you this way. You're, you haven't done anything wrong. You are wonderfully, perfectly made. Um, that permission can be, it's, it sounds simple, but it's incredibly powerful. All, all success requires action, yes. but creative action leads to mindful, soundness, uh, perfected health, free from stress, uh, in the joy that comes with enlightenment. Competitive society is based upon, you know, uh, I need to take something from you in order to have it. Right. Creativity says for me to have it, um, I've got to create. The competitive world, what it does is it, it produces guilt trips. And those easily manipulated by the mechanics of competition are manipulated by guilt trippers. Yeah. So, and another myth producing guilt trips is that if, if you want to be productive, you're going to have to manage the, the, the fourth dimension, which is time. And you're going to have to do it with expertise. In other words, you've got to be good at time management. Yuck. <laughs> gross me out. Here's the thing. Yes. Okay. Time management, it is important, but not anywhere near as important as most people believe. Remember that you dwell in a universe that attracts things. Yeah. Circumstances and experiences are attracted according to your beliefs. What you will see manifest into your life within your lifetime, the manifestation productivity level will be solely determined by your desires and the intensity of your expectations with gratitude. So what I'm saying is time management, according to expectations, it leads to being stressed out. It leads to being overwhelmed. It leads to a sense of failure. Big negative impacts on manifestations are always going to be the result from being overtly involved with some kind of time management. It's when, when you hur- find yourself hurrying or worrying, your expectations are fear-based, as a result, negative, and then what's, what's going to happen? You're going to manifest according to your guilt-tripped expectations. You're going to, to see the same kind of stuff showing up in your life day after day after day, the same uh, doldrums, the same, uh, you, you're, you're not going anywhere, and if anything, your life is... Um, uh, on a path of decay rather than advancement because you're in this round-robin cycle of existence manifesting the same thing over and over and over again. Most often, here's the thing, we see lives that are just full of emergencies, exhaustion, sickness, drama, uh, fatigue, uh, from the sweat of the brow, perfectionism, and, and depressed procrastination because of that time management factor. All those things, they belong to guilt trippers. So how do we become free once and for all from guilt trips? Practice journaling every single day, like Megan was saying a little while ago, with gratitude. And do it from the highest viewpoint. Ideas immersed and based upon your original purpose. Your genius, the things that make you different. Imagine those and create thought forms for your journal. A journal is not a diary. <laughs> it's not for you to write down what's happening to you. It's to write down what you fully expect to see in your life. The practice absolutely changes how you observe life and relationships, hobbies, health, wealth, all that, happiness, joy, purpose for being. Incorporate your viewpoint affirmations and speak them out loud. Construct and articulate words that are going to illustrate your best thoughts on all those fearless imaginations. Wow, how powerful. Goodness gracious. I just feel like this is going to set so many people free from those expectations of others because it really is something that you, it's almost like you get buried under it. You know, and every day and every year that it ha- that it keep continues, it's just heaping on you and heaping on you. And so everything you just told us to do, it's actionable. We can put it to use. We're not going to, and it'll, like you said, you're breaking a cycle. I like that. I, I like what you said, buries you. It, it's creating strongholds and just walls mm-hmm. you in. And yes. often you're just get so snowed under and, and it seems like there's no way out. Right. But what I'm telling you is that all you've got to do is to meditate upon these things that we're talking about and do it every day. And by doing so, you saturate your subconscious with all these ideas of your eternal source and purpose for being. This is about, this is what the kinetic believer who cast down uh, imaginations does. 
and, and cast down those in invitations to, for taking a guilt trip. Say, you don't want to go. I'm not going anywhere else on that train. By determining to be free from guilt tripping, you transform your life from high stress and soul-diminishing lifestyles. And you do this, you make a lifestyle change, and you're free from guilt trips. By journaling, it clarifies your expectations. Hey, in negative influence, I'm telling you, it's just chaotic. Yes. Uh, yes, it is. And, and you get it from media, friends, uh, family, life, challenges, all those things are going to be a challenge for your clarity, and they will distract you from original purpose. Become free from guilt trips by continually clarifying all of your personal convictions, all your articles of faith, your purpose for being. Understand, though, and I will tell you this, to enjoy your best life, it's not enough to know your purpose by defining it. No, you have to live in the present tense. And that just simply means you've got to journal your blueprint and guide for life. It's your compass for making every decision. It's your compass that guides your journey in a way that honors your original purpose. And it ensures that you're not on some guilt trip that conflicts with your core values. Replace the guilt trip with clarity and you can begin living your best life. Well, I love that you're offering this up as, as really um, a lifestyle a practice, an ongoing way of living, because it is, you know, you will be protecting your authentic self forever. That's, you know, that eternal you, you'll be, you'll be sort of putting your foot down to maintain that for mm -hmm. as long as you have breath. And I love that because that's the reality of it, isn't it? Um, I mean, even now I've been practicing self-confidence and not allowing guilt trips, guilt trips into my life for so many years now. And yet sometimes when they show up, my first thought is still, oh no, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. But then it's immediately, re immediately replaced with, well, hold up. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's not me. That's you. But it's just amazing how this is a continual effort and it's so worth it. I love what the philosopher Horace Bushnell said. He said that guilt is the very nerve of sorrow. Ooh, that's good. Isn't that good? Write that down. Say it one more time. Guilt is the very nerve of sorrow. Wow. That's powerful. Immerse yourself into yourself. Look, liberation comes from a choice by making the choice to love yourself. You cannot afford to put this off any longer. Look within to go out and become your desire. How long has it been since you walked through a grove of trees? I mean, how long has it been since you've done something that you enjoyed doing as a child? How long has it been since you held the hand of a friend while crossing a street to spend whatever time you should choose in a bakery or a cafe? Because on the surface, those those things appear to be simple things. But it's the simple things that have the immense power for building great confidence and satisfaction and fulfillment. Actually, life is very simple. It's when you get your value from the opinions and the judgments of others that simple becomes complicated. Just like small drops of water makes the oceans mighty, the small things in life that you enjoy... They contain the ability to open the universal storehouse of your treasures. Knowing this builds great confidence. When God imagined you, His imaginations cast the particles of your essence, the form that gave you life into existence, and He established a desire within you, your heart. And He christened you with all you'll ever need to not only realize your desires, but to capably manifest them through the action of achievements. However, through the competitive exposure of competition while maturing in the natural, perhaps you've forgotten that your unique genius, what it even looks like. Perhaps you've lost touch with who you are and what you enjoy and truly like doing. Perhaps you feel like, you know what, at this point in life, liberating yourself by becoming free is no longer an option for you. Perhaps you just feel like, well, you're too saturated with all these responsibilities that you've been, that's been bestowed upon you. It may seem impossible to spare even a few minutes in order to meditate and reflect upon your life and your direction, your dreams, and your aspirations. What you must know that is that if you truly love anyone else in this life, you have a responsibility and a duty to cast down the imaginations of every negative influence that you've ever considered to prevent you from listening to your inner genius. 
all those inner conversations that you have throughout the day and certainly at night when you lay down to rest, those thoughts should become uncluttered and edifying more intensely with every single day so that you will regain the center of your purpose and you'll find a quiet peace and enjoyment. Because as soon as you begin journaling your highest viewpoints for creating and relocating all those articles of faith, which are your convictions for living, it will overtake you. And you'll enjoy the action of your expectations. And you'll find a light in the rediscovery processes of your attitudes. And your original purpose intelligence that's been there all along, it hasn't left you. You left it. Find your faction, your group of friends and acquaintances that are going to celebrate and edify and champion your talents. By holding yourself to the highest standard of your original genius, you will attract those individuals and people of like kind that are on the same mission that you've assumed for unconditionally loving others. Life, it it becomes peaceful and enjoyable when you are among creative creators who will celebrate your differences. Understanding differences, hey, that's the beginning to all wisdom. And you'll find delight in the exchange of information through good conversations and a wealth of mental delight for the mind. It's expressively natural to want to be heard and appreciated and encouraged and loved, not manipulated through excursions brought on by guilt, but championed by the cause of your unique and dynamic self. The company of others who are also brave enough to fearlessly love, they'll provide you an audience for your successes. Imagine to see, believe, and start transforming your life accordingly. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So take the first one today. Don't put it off anymore. You've got a ways to go. Start small. Continue to journal along your journey. And the single steps, well, they'll develop into giant strides. But go for it. Your best life is now. Turn your affection within to locate the strength of your eternal source. Say this out loud. Just say it right now. Say, I'm living dreams with enthusiasm. I'm living dreams with enthusiasm. The little things in life are my satisfaction. The little things in life are my satisfaction. I enjoy being surrounded by others. I enjoy being surrounded by others. Who are also enjoying themselves. Who are also enjoying themselves. I am fearless. I'm fearless. As I live my life with courage. As I live my life with courage. I am following my best life. I'm following my best life. And it is now. And it is now. Wow. Thank you for an explosively powerful transformational episode. This has been awesome. No more guilt trip manifesting. No more guilt trips. Man, everybody better watch out. (laughs) We're all going to be going after it after this. I love it. Well, if you would like more transformational resources, access to those, visit us at kineticbelief.com. Shoot us an email, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. We'd love to get your questions and comments about the podcast and events and anything else we're working on. And you can also pick up the 100-day guided Kinetic Belief Manifesting Journal and change your life forever. Absolutely. That's a long time, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) For only 100 days, that's a pretty good... uh, return on that investment. Not bad, is it? No. And I hope to see you at one of our Mastering the Universe workshops. Checking the website for new dates, new cities on the events page. And Steve, this has been awesome. Thank you as usual for all the wisdom. See you back tomorrow. Okay. See you then. Bye.